This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday the 4th of March. In your sport today, Australia's COVID setback on World Cup Eve, the Paralympics door 180, another zoo makes his boxing debut, and Tiger keeps on winning. This is your sport today. Summer officially ended earlier this week, but that doesn't mean the cricket season is over just yet. Uh, Australia's men's team plays in Pakistan and the women's side is in New Zealand for the Women's One Day World Cup. We'll get to the men in a tick, but Luce, let's start with the women's team. They've suffered a setback already. Yeah, they have. Gun all-rounder Ashley Gardner has tested positive for COVID, so she's going to isolate for 10 days and miss Australia's first game against England tomorrow and the next match against Pakistan on Tuesday. It's a big blow for the Aussies because Gardner is in good form. She's very experienced at international level and is the reigning Belinda Clark medalist as the best Australian female player of the past 12 months. The Aussies don't have key bowlers Taylor Valemic, Georgia Wareham and Sophie Molyneux for the World Cup, but they do have the best batter in the world in Alyssa Healy, the best bowler Jess Jonathan, and the best all-rounder in Elise Perry. Yeah, and not to mention skipper Meg Lanning, who is perhaps the best women's one-day batter ever. Uh, so lots of good players for the Aussies still. The Aussies lost their warm-up game against New Zealand earlier this week. It was caught a kick up the backside by Aussie coach Matthew Mott. Uh, Luce, give us Australia's chances of winning and how the tournament is going to work. Australia's chances are very good despite that warm-up loss. They're the number one team in the world and have won 31 of 33 matches since the last World Cup in 2017. And it's a pretty simple tournament structure. The eight teams play each other once and the top four go through to the semi-finals. The big threats to Australia are New Zealand, India and the second best team in the world, South Africa. One thing worth mentioning is if a team gets hit with COVID, matches can be played with nine players instead of 11. If that happens, the support staff can sub in as fielders, but they can't bat or bowl. I was going to say, Luce, imagine the gaps in the field with only nine <laughs> players. Uh, the tournament starts at midday Australian Eastern Daylight Time with New Zealand playing the West Indies. Australia's match tomorrow against England starts at midday as well. You can watch it all on KO Sports and the best part, it's all free. To the men's team in Pakistan now, it's been 24 years since Australia played a test series in Pakistan, but Luce, that's about to change this afternoon. Yeah, Captain Pat Cummins was only five years old when that tour last happened, so it's been a while. (laughs) This is Australia's first away test tour in two years because of COVID, and there are a lot of unknowns about this series. Both teams come in having not played much test cricket. Nobody is quite sure how the pitch will play, and we don't know Australia's team just yet. It'll be announced at the toss. What we do know is that Australia is the number one team in the world that just won the Ashes, and that Cummins is the best test bowler in the world, and Manus Labashain is the best test batter. 
Yeah, and the teams will be competing for the newly named Benno Kadir Trophy after legendary leg spinners Richie Benno and Abdul Kadir. Uh, the match starts at 4 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time, and you can watch it on Foxtel and KO. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Name the Aussie batter with the most test runs against Pakistan. Help us out here, Luce. My clue today is that they are a former Australian captain. Ooh. Couple to choose from there, Luce. Find out the answer at the end of the show. As we exclusively revealed yesterday, the Beijing Winter Paralympics start today. The International Paralympic Committee was going to let Russian and Belarusian athletes compete under a neutral flag, but Luce, it's had second thoughts and changed its mind. Yeah, it has, and it all happened in less than 24 hours. The Paralympics initially let Russian and Belarusian athletes compete because Paralympics boss Andrew Parsons said the Games wanted to be politically neutral. But he now says an overwhelming number of member countries told him that if the Paralympics did not reconsider its decision, there would be grave consequences. Basically, lots of countries were going to boycott the Games if the Russian and Belarusian athletes were allowed to compete. Parsons said the rapid rapidly escalating situation in the Ukraine, but the Paralympics in a unique situation. So it decided to reverse its decision and ban those athletes. Yeah, Parsons said sorry to those athletes and that they are the victims of their government's actions. Uh, The Paralympics opening ceremony starts tonight at 10.40pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Watch it on Channel 7. Let's go to some boxing news now because another zoo made his debut last night and Luce, it was a perfect start. Yeah, Nikita Zhu, son of Aussie boxing legend Kostya and a brother of a current fighter, Tim, beat Aaron Stahl via a technical knockout in the second round. He took a break from boxing to study architecture, but it didn't look like he missed a step. Last night, he showed he's got that famous powerful Zhu punch in Brisbane. He spoke after the fight and said he gives himself a B-plus for his debut and that boxing is more fun than being an architect. Yeah, six years studying as an architect, he had to let off some steam. He actually said it was really fun punching someone in the face without headgear. <laughs> Nikita's brother, Tim, is 20-0 and 0 in his career, and we found out yesterday he'll have his first fight in the US against American Terrell Gachet on March the 27th. We're less than a week away from the start of the new NRL season and while our footy fans are excited, the Brisbane Broncos probably wish kickoff could be pushed back a few days. Uh, That's because their big recruit Adam Reynolds has COVID and loose. That means he's out of their round one game. He sure is, and it's not just any game either. The Broncos happen to be playing South Sydney, and that's the club Reynolds played for since he made his debut in 2012. Reynolds and teammate Kobe Hetherington both failed PCR tests, and now they've got to isolate for seven days, which rules them out of round one. Losing Reynolds is a big blow because his experience at halfback was meant to help the Broncos this year after they finished last in 2020 and 14th last year. Reynolds is Brisbane captain this season and is the fifth Bronco to test positive to COVID in the past week. Not long now until the footy starts. Uh, We're launching our new footy tipping podcast called Don't Forget Your Tips next week. I've popped the trailer at the end of the show and the link's in the episode notes so you can follow straight away. If you want to know just how much impact Tiger Woods still has on the game of golf, he's won 11 million bucks without even playing. Uh, Luce, two questions for you. How did he do it and can I do it? Well, Sam, I don't know how good you are at golf, but I'm guessing probably not. (laughs) (laughs) 
As for Woods, <laughs> he won the top prize in the PGA Tour's inaugural player impact payment bonus. The bonus comes from a pool of $55 million and is given to the 10 players who have boosted the publicity and engagement of the tour. A player's impact is measured on things like how often they appear in Google searches, how often they appear in the media, and familiarity. Woods topped three of the five categories, and he hasn't played on tour since his near-fatal car crash a year ago. Phil Mickelson came second and he got $8 million, but back in December, he tweeted thinking he won it. It hasn't been a great week for Phil. No, it hasn't. Uh, he's taken a break from golf after his comments about the Rebel Saudi Golf League. And then Woods took a screenshot of Mickelson's tweet about winning and wrote, whoops, with two shrugging emojis. <laughs> Seems like Tiger is still pretty competitive. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. And Luce, we've got another huge weekend of sport. It starts for me today with Australia playing Hungary in the Davis Cup qualifiers in Sydney. It starts at 5pm on 9 Gem. The winner of this tie goes through the main tournament later this year, so it's really important. What about you, Luce? Well, a bit of a change of pace from me. The V8 Supercars season starts this weekend in Sydney. Practice starts today and the first races are tomorrow and Sunday. Watch them on Seven Mate, Foxtel and KO. Yeah, they'll be racing under lights in Sydney. Uh, As for the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, we want to know which Australian batter has the most test runs against Pakistan. Luce, you said it was a former Australian captain. Who is it? There's a few to choose from, but the answer today is Alan Border. He had 1,666 runs in 22 tests. Yeah, just ahead of former Australian captains Greg Chappell in second, Ricky Ponting in third, and Mark Taylor in fourth. Uh, all right, that's it for us today and this week on Sport Today. Stick around for the Don't Forget Your Tips trailer. Enjoy a huge weekend of sports. Gabs and I will be back on Monday and we'll catch you then. 